don't know about you, Jamie, but I've been concerned with EMFs for over a decade now, and I finally found Somavedic, a company that does something about them. And EMFs are what exactly? Electric and magnetic fields, often referred to as radiation. This includes Wi-Fi, wireless devices, 3G, 4G, and 5G. So basically, EMFs are everywhere. Yep. And studies show that they can affect sleep, fertility, brain function, cardiac stress, immunity, and more. Yikes. Thank goodness for Somavedic. Sounds like we all need their frequency therapy devices that protect cells against EMFs' harmful effects. Definitely. Studies show that Somavedic models lower free radicals and improve cellular regeneration, heart rate variability, and blood pressure. So many benefits. And I love that Somavedic devices are made of hand-blown crystal glass. It makes me feel all zen and one with the universe, just thinking about how these small but mighty devices harness the power of precious stones and minerals to clear my ambient environment. Did you know that some models even structure water? I'm obsessed. And you listeners should be too. Head over to somavedic.com and use code OTG10 for 10% off all purchases. We do all run at a fast pace and we don't take time for ourselves. And if you don't take time for yourself, how can you understand what your vision is, what your intent is, what your purpose is? How do you actually understand the power of your story? So welcome to season three of Off the Gram, the show where we bring you straight into the trenches with us to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscapes of wellness and social media. It is a solo episode today. Me, myself, and I, this is Jamie Hess, and I am excited to bring you somebody who I recently met, and when I tell you she just knocked my socks off, it is not an understatement. I was so moved by her, inspired by her, I just knew I had to bring her in all of her glory to y'all. So get ready to meet Tori Archbold. Tori is a successful entrepreneur, business coach, and founder of Powerful Steps, a global coaching and consulting agency. Her career started in PR with her agency, Torstar, where she worked with some of the world's top brands, celebrities, and influencers, including Nespresso, Victoria's Secret, Zara, and Megan Gale. After a near-death experience and a decade of being stalked, Tori decided to strip back and refocus her life. She founded Powerful Steps in 2019 with a mission to empower high-octane businesswomen and entrepreneurs to find their best selves and achieve their goals. Through her signature business attraction program, Tori shares the strategies she used to build her own successful career and helps clients reshape their brands, businesses, and lives. Her story is a testament to the power of resilience, positive mindset, and the belief that anything is possible with the right mindset and tools. In addition, Tori is also the host of a popular podcast called Powerful Stories, as well as the author of the book, Self-Belief is Your Superpower, which empowers readers to tap into their own inner strength and overcome obstacles to achieve their dreams. Listen to this show if you're struggling to break free from self-doubt and fear, but you're ready to take on the world and unleash your inner confidence. You're tired of feeling judged and held back by others' opinions, and you want to learn how to trust your gut and make decisions that align with your purpose and passion. Tori, welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what? I am so excited to get up early to speak to you, Jamie, because I do not get up early for anyone. And I've been watching your journey. It's so powerful. And I was on time, ready to roll. You sure were. So can you tell everybody what time is it where you are in Australia? 
It's 7 a.m. in the morning and I am very much into morning rituals. So I got up at 5.30 a.m., did my meditation, my morning walk, and I was manifesting that this is going to be the best podcast on your series. So let's go. Yes, girl. I'm so here for it. So it's five o'clock my time. I'm here in Pennsylvania. And I'm going to tell everybody the first time we actually spoke, it was like, I think, you know, what's so funny. I actually have a 10 PM show tonight on QVC. And I think with the first time you and I spoke, I had just finished another 10 PM show on QVC. So it was like 11 or 1130 my time. And you were like, Hey, would you mind if we hopped on the phone? And I was like, yeah, totally. Let's do it now. And you're like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like 1130 at night your time. I was like, dude, I just got off the air. We're good. Let's do it. And we talked for like an hour and you were like, okay, go to bed. <laughs> you were like, I thought I was nuts. Do you know what? I actually got off the phone and I said to my husband, she is so generous with her time and she has such a vibrant energy. This is a woman that I want to build a relationship with. And I think that says a lot about you in terms of giving your time to help other people tap into the power of your knowledge. So thank you. Well, that's the entire reason I have you on this show today, Tori, because that's also what you do. Your entire ethos is about giving back, being of service, helping people build their brands and companies, building your own along the way, turning it around, having belief in yourself. So that's what we're really here to talk about. We are here to spill the tea on really what's going on in your new book, Self-Belief is Your Superpower. And I want to understand what inspired you to write this. So I want to like, let's just start there with the details on how this fabulous idea came to be. I believe that if you have a skill set and it can be of service to others, you should pay it forward. And I know that you're a big fan of this as well. And look, I started my career when I was 24 years old and I started with no media connections. I had no clients, but I had a hell of a lot of self-belief and I wanted to create and build an agency that would attract, you know, incredible retail brands, celebrities and influencers that had a powerful message. And I ran that for 20 years. I ended up with 22 staff, 10 freelancers, incredible partnerships all around the world. And it was built on advocacy and it was built on the power of connection. And ironically, the last three brands that I launched into Australia were Drew Barrymore's um, Flower Beauty, Steve Madden, who I call the billion dollar shoe man, and of course, Victoria's Secret, who um, in 2019 was at the top of their game before it all came crashing down. <laughs> and I remember, you know, listening to Drew, we had hosted this event for her that we had created at Icebergs, which is this iconic position on Bondi Beach. And she was talking about, you know, empowering women, lifting people up, paying forward your knowledge. And I had my aha moment, Jamie, where I was like, you know what, I'm going to go out at the top of my game. I've worked for every brand that I've wanted to. I've connected with the most extraordinary people, but I think it's time to step back, pass the bat into the next generation. So I found everyone in my team a job that they loved. That was my first priority. It was like paying that forward. And then through that, I was able to create the space to go, what's next? You know, what's next? And I decided that I was going to start a business to empower women in the entrepreneurial and business space. And so that's how Powerful Steps was born. How the book was born was really me saying, carve out time. Because as you and I know, to write a book takes time. Yeah. It takes dedication, but also if you don't create the space, you can't make the magic. So last year I took myself off to a wellness retreat in Thailand um, called Kamalaya. Absolutely love it. And ironically, I met some incredible Americans over there at the same time who really held me accountable to what my vision was to pay it forward. 
And that's how the book was born. It was really creating the space because I knew that I had value to give. But most importantly, I knew that I had a framework and a structure for women out there to believe in themselves that anything is possible when you back yourself with self-belief. That is really powerful. And we're going to get into some of the other kind of intricacies of what is in the book because I'm fascinated with it all. I think self-belief is just in my opinion, it's the hardest thing to cultivate. We can talk a good game, but at the end of the day, when you're by yourself with your thoughts, do you really believe in yourself? But first of all, I just want to tap on something that I just heard, which was like really about purpose. And you have this beautiful aha moment with Drew Barrymore. And isn't that so lovely? But I think a lot of us are kind of waiting for that aha moment, right? And so we all know having purpose is important, but sometimes I think it can be harder to find than the perfect pair of shoes, right? Like how do we identify our own purpose and make sure it aligns with our self-belief? Like how do we know when it's time to take that big leap? Such a great question, Jamie. And it's a question that I'm asked often because normally what happens is people find their purpose when a game-changing moment happens, you know, when, you know, they're working those 80-hour weeks and they're trying to juggle it all. They're trying to be like a wife, a mother, a partner, you know, running a business. It's tough. You know, I had my own near-death experience a decade ago, and I think this is probably more relatable to a lot of women listening to your podcast because we do all run at a fast pace and we don't take time for ourselves. And if you don't take time for yourself, how can you understand what your vision is, what your intent is, what your purpose is? How do you actually understand the power of your story? So my aha moment to really truly find my purpose and my wake up I always say it's like the fuck you from the universe. I hope we can swear on this podcast. You sure can. Was, you know, I was doing a plane to London and 72 hours beforehand, I could feel my body shutting down. I I literally could feel myself dying and I ignored the signs because I was the ultimate people pleaser. I was running a big business. I had incredible clients all around the world. I was working multiple time zones. I was a mom and, you know, the universe was like, this is not good. You cannot step into your true power unless we give you that moment. So my appendix burst, I ended up going into a coma. I lost eight kilos in five days. Unfortunately, I contracted septicemia, which meant that I had 12 rounds of antibiotics. And of course, you know, me being me thought I'm going to bounce back. I had, you know, global teams coming out into Australia. I was supposed to be launching all of these brands. Plus I was supposed to be in London. I mean, my life was chaotic. And I remember just the doctor just saying to me, you're not going to bounce back, Tori. You're going to have to take the time to understand what you want. We cannot fix you. You need to fix yourself. And the best advice he gave me was a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. And of course, you've got to love yourself Mm. when you wake up in the morning, right? You've got to face the mirror. You've got to love what you see from the inside out. And I recognized in that moment, I could never find my life purpose unless I loved what I saw. So even though that was like my crash to the ground moment, I had the opportunity to rise like a phoenix and make changes in my life so that I could step into alignment with who I was so that I could actually add greater value out there to other people. So I always say, how do you find your purpose? It's like, look at the patterns in your life. What are the life lessons that keep like banging, like hitting you in the Mm -hmm. face, right? Those life lessons are always going to come for you like they did for me. I should have listened to my body. My body was saying, slow down. 
my body was saying, get rid of toxic people, toxic clients, toxic family patterns. I was not listening. And it took that moment in time for me to almost lose my life and to actually make the choice. Do I want to pass over or do I want to come back for my daughter and show her what I can truly deliver in this lifetime to help her become a better person, not make the mistakes that I made? That's how I found my purpose, taking the time out to understand my body, what lit me up, creating the space for what truly I wanted to do and to get rid of all the crap that was surrounding me. And so that's how, by the time it got to Drew Barrymore coming to Australia and me watching her, I was like, boom, that's my moment. That's my time to shift into a higher purpose. And it's not to say that the first part of my journey wasn't extraordinary because it was. It's just that I was not 100% happy. I couldn't attract the miracles, right? And until I faced myself in the mirror and I loved what I saw, I couldn't step into my bigger and higher purpose. I love all of this. And then also I feel like there might be somebody listening that says, well, that's easy to say, but I just still don't understand how to get there. And I would love to leave my job, but I can't because it's so scary because I have to feed my kids and all of the excuses that we have that keep us stuck in misery. And I'm not trying to belittle anyone's need to support their family as an excuse, but at the end of the day, if you're living in pain, isn't it? Right? So fear can often hold people back from pursuing their dreams, obviously. And by the way, it's like, I always say this, I think it's, I call it the gift of desperation. So when the fear of staying where you are becomes greater than the fear of leaving it, you'll move. Like when you're in enough pain, you'll change. And that's the gift of desperation. And it's so powerful. And sometimes it's so great. It's what happened to me when I hit my bottom with drugs and alcohol. Thank God. It's like, oh my God, all my yets came true. Like I wasn't unemployed and unemployable yet. I hadn't lost my friends and family yet. I wasn't like homeless yet. It all happened. And then your bottom has a trap door, by the way, it can get even lower. So I say to people all the time, like, what if you didn't have to wait, mm. right? Like, how bad do you want to become the person who you wish to become? And if you can ask yourself that question, sometimes we can compel ourselves to take action. So fear can often hold people back from pursuing their dreams. In your opinion, how can someone overcome fears and develop this confidence that you're talking about to take risks and pursue goals? And is this something you cover in, in your book and should they look for it there? I definitely cover it in the book and I actually cover it every day in my life because let's face it, unless you get uncomfortable, you do not have growth, okay? So if you're sitting in that misery pit and the disappointment and you're like, exactly all those things that you're saying, how do I feed my kids? How do I get up? How do I get through that separation, that divorce, whatever? I mean, these are all the things that women in business and women in life are facing. So I had this Buddhist monk sit me down when I was that person. And I know, Jamie, you've been that person as well. And they just literally said to me, Tori, you can either look at that challenge and I'm halfway through my life, right? And he said, you can worry about that every day and you're not going to shift the perception of how you're going to move forward. And you can have 45 years to really just fuck around and waste your time. Or you can have two other ways that you can shift forward in terms of your mindset. One is 45 minutes. Do you have 45 minutes to actually change your perception and shift forward? Or do you just have 45 seconds where you go, that's a challenge, here's a solution, I'm going to move forward. Now, I've been testing this with our dear friend, Hank, <laughs> and I know that it's worked for him. I know that it's worked for his team. I know that it's worked for me, okay? So when you're facing a challenge and you're like, 
How am I going to put food on the table? You don't have 45 minutes to think about how you're going to put food on the table because guess what? By that time, your kids are starving, you're starving, and you don't have a solution. Now, if you quickly turn around and go, well, I've got 45 seconds to do that. How about I call my mom or a friend up and actually ask if I can come over for dinner? That's a solution. But what you're doing is you're switching your mindset and you're training your mindset to go, you know what? I'm actually activating my life to move forward. I'm not sitting around. I am propelling forward at record speed. My energy is going to shift. My happiness is going to shift. But most importantly, I'm going to be vibrating in a much higher opportunity, which means that I'm going to be attracting higher opportunities, more opportunities, but the right opportunities because I'm out there not only showing the universe, but I'm showing myself and the people that I choose to surround myself with that I'm a woman of action and I'm not a victim. And I think that's really important. You do not want to be the victim. You want to be the warrior. You want to be that woman that might have all the shackles on right now, but they're breaking off because you're switching your mindset and you're going, I got 45 seconds to shift this forward because I deserve a better life. And we all do. Now, I didn't take those 45 years. I did struggle for a while for the 45 minutes because I was still like, you know, a little bit in the victim state. Like, what is this? What is this solution? How am I going to get it? Now I'm in so clear alignment with who I am and what I want and what I attract because I shift my mindset in 45 seconds. Just try it for 48 hours. And honestly, it builds momentum. And then you're like, boom, I'm there, right? So I love that. I, you know, and I think affirmations and visualization techniques and just reframing things in a different way can be so powerful. You said, you know, when you first were out for your walk this morning that you were manifesting, making this the best podcast episode. And so you sat down fundamentally in a different space. So can you give some examples of affirmations and visualization techniques that have maybe helped you and others that you work with? Yeah. So the happy heart is a magnet for miracles and you've got to love yourself from the inside out. I get people to write it in lipstick mm-hmm. in their bathroom on the mirror. It. And it's so cool because a lot of them say, oh, my daughter read that. And she's like, what does that mean? Or yeah. my husband is struggling at work as well. How can you help me shift my perception? If you see it, you live it, you breathe it, you action it, and you make it happen. Now, I want to also share one other technique about visualization. I mean, obviously, being in nature is very powerful, but you know, let's just go back to the example of the person putting food on the table and they're really just like, how is this going to happen? And I know it can be hard asking for help. He said to me, Tori, you know what? You're going to keep buzzing around like a crazy helicopter all around the world unless you ground yourself. And I want you to learn how to meditate. And I said, God, I don't have time to meditate. I'm so busy, you know, like sitting in that whole, like, I can't create time for myself. And he said to me, Tori, who do you have a shower with in the morning? And it ended up, I had a shower on my own. I was single for 12 years running a business. My daughter was no longer having a shower with me. I wasn't multitasking. Said, that's where you're going to learn to meditate. Now I meditate every single morning after my meditation outside and my walk and talk in the shower this is what I do. I get some lavender oil. I find it's incredibly calming. And what it does is it grounds you not only to yourself, but anchors you to mother earth. Three drops on my decollage. I literally inhale, exhale three times and I just listen. Okay. This is how you tap into your intuition. This is how you manifest. This is how you visualize. And you know, it could take me 30 seconds. It could take me 30 minutes. It doesn't matter. 
I listen to my body. Now I am able each and every day to give the best of myself because I take the time to listen to not only what I need, but I can see the runway of what other people need and how I can add the value. And then in the evenings, I anchor it to gratitude. I repeat the process and I say, thank you. Thank you so much for Jamie for turning up at 11.31 night so we could actually connect. And this morning I could get up and do this podcast with you. You have got to show gratitude for the greatness that appears in your life. Yeah, it is really important. So that is how, you know, my whole life I've manifested and I've trusted my intuition. But what I've done is I've truly honed my skills in that area since that game-changing moment, that near-death experience to make life work for me. And because life is now working for me, I'm able to give more to others. I'm able to be happy in every single thing that I do. And I'm able to trust myself to say no, no to things that don't light me up. And I think when you have the power to listen and to tap into those you know, mindset switches, the greater opportunities and the bigger value set experience, pay it forward knowledge you can give to others. And I don't want to die wondering, like, you know, they talk about people on their deathbed and, you know, what are their biggest regrets? And I write about this in the book. I am not dying with regrets. I live Mm -hmm. my life to its fullest and greatest potential because I've learned to trust myself. I've learned to understand the power of that happy heart is a magnet for miracles. I've learned to love myself from the inside out. And I think anyone listening out there, it sounds easy, but it is the hardest process to go through. And I do share in the book that the power of listening to other people's stories, like off the ground podcast, you're listening to my story. You've listened to other people's stories. When you listen to podcasts like this, there will be something in them that you say to yourself, I think I can do that. And in 45 seconds, your mind is going to say, I will do that. I can do that. And I'm going to move forward. So never stop tapping into other people's experience to find the answers for yourself. Because if I didn't listen to that Buddhist monk, I would not be with you today. If I didn't listen to that Mm -hmm. surgeon and actually find out what happiness meant, I wouldn't be here today. So it's all out there for everyone to tap into. You've just got to take the time to listen, lean in so that you can evolve and step up and find those solutions to the challenges that you're facing. Absolutely beautiful. And I talk all the time to people about really guarding your energy and the energy, the energetic forces that are coming in through your ears and through your eyes. So like if you listen to podcasts, true crime podcasts, and they're about murder and death all the time, and you're never tapping into podcasts about personal growth and and development, is that the best use of your time and the energy that you're bringing in through your ears, right? Like you have to look outside yourself for the answers, especially if the answers inside aren't immediately showing up for you. So let's talk intuition for a second. I had such a beautiful visualization when you just spoke about the lavender oil on your decolletage and the shower and the deep breath and the tapping into your intuition. I was like, oh my God, I'm doing that tomorrow. It sounded so lovely. Can we talk intuition for a minute? I think sometimes it's hard for people to know whether that gut feeling is really guiding them in the right direction or if they're lying to themselves because we've all experienced where we want to say something is our intuition, but like we are following a false truth. How can we trust our intuition and make sure it's leading us to success? Such a great question. 
I started my first business based on intuition. I never had a business plan, but I trusted and I followed the green lights. I started my second business exactly the same. Now, intuition is all about trusting the flow, okay? And I'm going to give an example. Doors will open for you when they're meant for you. Doors will shut for you when that experience or that opportunity or that job or that big deal that you were meant to felt you you meant to have is for other, someone else. I've learned along the highway of life, and especially when I was in agency land, oh, we didn't get that business. And I used to say to my team, that's okay. Something bigger and better is coming along. And it always did. And they would be so disappointed. And I'd say, that opportunity is for someone else to learn. If you trust, what will happen is the green lights will start appearing on the runway of life for you because you will understand that you're led by heart, not ego. Now, the people that say, oh my gosh, I don't trust my intuition or I want this and this didn't land in my lap, that is run by ego. If you start leaning into the power of your heart, right? Your heart will guide you and your heart will show you that when you trust what it says, like in the morning shower ritual, right? On the 45 second mindset switch, your heart will show you the way. Like I can tell you right now, since I started Powerful Steps in 2019, I've literally had a green light of a runway of people that I've met. And every time that I meet someone, it's always at a higher vibration than the last because I trust that I'm meant to connect with them for a purpose, but I always show up adding value. Now, a lot of people might say, okay, well, trusting the flow, but I'm still not getting what I want. Yeah. How can I trust it? It's not coming for me. Again, you're learning life lessons. You're not getting those green lights because you're getting speed humps because you're not actually taking a powerful step forward to own your truth or to face yourself and say, I'm not anchored to my truth. I'm not going to get over that speed harm because that universal lesson is kidding me because I don't want to get uncomfortable. Now, if you don't want to get uncomfortable with yourself, you can't grow. And if you don't grow, how can you actually see the green lights? So my best advice is if you want to trust your intuition, get over yourself. Forget the ego, lean into your heart because your heart will always show you the green lights if you want to see them. Often people don't want to see what's in front of them because they're afraid of stepping into the unknown. I love jumping off the cliff and just saying, you know what, if I fall, I fall. It's going to be a brilliant lesson. But if I fly, imagine what I can create. That's how oh, I trust I myself. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. literally just wrote that into a speech that I'm giving in two weeks to uh, a whole like convention center full of women in tech. And it was just simple. I mean, you know, we've all seen that quote, you know, what, but what if I fall, you know, but what if you fly? And we've yeah. all seen that quote on like, you know, in, in somebody's bedroom, right? But it is such a powerful quote. And as soon as you can get out of the wondering, every time you take a step forward, what if I fail? What if it doesn't work? But what if it does? And what yeah. if you lived in that truth? Somebody asked me at another speaking engagement recently, like about how I sell, how, how I, you know, how I succeed in, on the sales side. And I said, well, that's easy. I absolutely do not believe that I can fail. And she was like, I'm sorry, what? I said, no, I, I don't. I mean, because there is no failure, right? If they don't bite, then it wasn't meant for me. And it was, and then it, I was meant to go to the next person. And there's always a success because after 99 knows I got a yes. And I just keep 
working until there's a yes. And so I think if we can change our framework of success, right? Like if every no doesn't feel like a door slammed in our face, it just feels like, okay, it just opens the door for the next one, keep going. And it's so just about a mindset. I had one more question because I, I had noticed in your book and I, I think the experience of feeling judged mm -hmm. is very visceral and powerful for women. And it keeps us from doing a lot of the things we want to do. And in this sales conversation I was having with this gal, this was her hardest thing. When somebody told her no, she felt it was a personal attack. You know, not even considering maybe it wasn't in their budget. It might have nothing to do with you or your offering, right? But we also just feel judged even when it's not that specific. We walk into work and a colleague looks at us funny and it's like we crumble, right? Because we can get into that ego. You know, I know that you have a lot of personal stories, I'm sure, about times when maybe you've, you felt judged or was there a moment where you were able to break free from that mindset? So when I ran Torstar, I had um, 60 little black dresses. Like if you think of any designer in the world, I had it, I wore it. But guess what? I was trying to be invisible. I was trying to be the person behind everyone else pulling the strings. And, you know, I represented some incredible Fortune 100, you know, CEOs and board directors. And here I was, I was their voice, but no one knew. I was invisible, okay? Now, after that true moment, I thought I've got to step forward, have the opportunity to actually have my own brand. I knew that I had the skill set. I knew that I had the power to do it, but how did I do it so I wasn't judged? So the thing that I think everyone thinks about when they walk into a room and you mentioned it, do people like me, you know, am I going to attract the right sales? I think I just dropped the ego. I was like, who cares? The right people are going to show up, you know? And I think it can also go down to, you know, you speaking on stage or me hosting an event or people turning up for your programs. And people always say to me, Tori, how do you attract all of these high vibrational people? Like yesterday, we did a collab with um, CEO magazine and we had 50 women in the room, 52 people turned up and they were all CEOs, all leading, um, you know, big teams. And they said to me, how do you attract these people? And I say, because if people are meant to be in the room with me, they will show. Yeah, they will show. I am no longer afraid of being judged. I'm no longer the person in the little black dress. I am older now. I don't get Botox. I might have a few wrinkles. I might have a few rolls on my stomach. I might even have a little bit of cellulite on my thighs now. But actually, I don't care. People show up for you, but you have to show up for them in your truth, authentically shining a light. That is how you become a great salesperson. That is how you attract the miracles of life. And also that is how you lead from heart, not ego. Because when you are feeling judged, when you walk in a room like old people checking you out, you know, what are you wearing? I worked in high fashion for many, many years. And I also worked in mainstream fashion. And trust me, people judge. And they, I explain about my 60 little black dresses and, you know, the 100 handbags and all the rest of it. I think I was wearing them as a badge of honor. Now I couldn't care what label I wear. I really could not give a shit. And it's because I'm not afraid of being judged because I love what I see in that mirror. So for people listening and saying, how can I get a six figure business? How can I get a seven figure business? How can I get an eight figure business? It all comes down to the power of you believing that you can, because I talk about it in the book as well. I always say I can and I will because I'm in my power, because I'm not afraid of my story, because I accept who I am, because I know and understand the value 
of what I can give to others, but I do it with compassion and empathy because once upon a time I was them and never forget where you came from. Beautiful. Well, I always have one more quick segment that we do before we kind of wrap up. I want to also tell everyone where they can get your fabulous book, but this last segment is called karma call. And usually I do it with my co-host Heidi, but since we had to do this at a little bit of a kooky time, she's taking care of her kiddos. So I will explain that karma is the Sanskrit word for action. So we ask all of our guests, what is one small action that you might recommend that our guests take? Like one thing they could do for maybe a week's time that would make a big result. So small action, big result. Okay, let's put it into the people box here. If there's one person right now that you get a bit anxious or you tense up every time you speak to them, start saying no to them. Start becoming unavailable and start giving your energy to the people that light you up. And once you step away from that toxic feeling and you actually create space for happiness, even within 24 hours, you're going to feel different. You know, 48 hours, you're going to feel fantastic. But like you say, in a week, you're going to feel simply extraordinary. So the biggest learning that I took from that near-death experience was karma's a bitch. (laughs) Like it really, really is. Um, But also, if I don't take those steps forward, if I don't start clearing the runway, I will never be a success. I will never be able to light the world up. And that really comes down to who you choose to share your energy with. So just remove yourself. Boundaries and protecting your space. I love it. So can you let everybody know where they can find and follow you both on Instagram and then of course where they can find out more about your book and Powerful Steps? Yeah, so on Instagram, we're at Powerful Steps. Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn, Tori Archbold. So if you are an entrepreneur or businesswoman and you really want to get to the next stage in life, definitely follow us on LinkedIn. And I believe in the US that the book is on Amazon and in all good bookstores, Barnes & Noble, etc. I love Zibby's books as well in Santa Monica. Yeah, we interviewed her. Oh, I love Zibby. She's just been such a major support for me in the US. So I just like, I want to show gratitude to that as well. But definitely yeah. online. And I'm always up for a coffee date, Jamie. I believe in the power of connection. Um, And if anyone honestly just wants to tap my brain, we've got a podcast called Powerful Stories. And on our website, you can always tap in for a coffee date. And people always say, how do you have time to show up for other people? It's because I create the time. Oh, so powerful. This might be one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. I got to be really honest. I felt so moved. Like you moved my heart and gave me a lot to think about. So thank you for that. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of this community. And thank you for sharing your truth. And thank you everybody at home for tuning in. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to this show so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to follow us on the gram at Off the Gram Podcast. We'll see you next time.